thank-filled life. Last week we did thank-filled prayer. Well, today we're doing thank-filled life. Now, we think of thanksgiving. <laughs> well, um, sometimes thanksgiving is kind of the holiday that's stuck between Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> that what lawn ornament do you put out for thanksgiving? The turkey, yeah, or a pilgrim, horn of plenty. You know, there's really none. What lights do you put, you know? So there's, you know, well, we put up fall lights. Well, it's just the idea that it's not the same as Thanksgiving. Excuse me, it's not the same as Halloween, which don't like anyhow, and it's not the same as Christmas. So Thanksgiving is this holiday that sometimes is given a lesser status, but yet it becomes the most travel time, traveled holiday of the year. So... We know that, if we don't know, Christmas this year is on a Saturday. So that means Friday night will be Christmas Eve, <laughs> and Saturday Christmas, and Sunday morning church. So we'll, we'll keep that in mind, but that's not for a little while. But um, so what do you use to celebrate Thanksgiving? What is it that, that brings about the idea of Thanksgiving in our life? Well, <laughs> Black Friday. <laughs> You know, the sales. And why do they call it Black Friday? Because that's whenever stores get out of the red losing and into the black making profits. So that's why they call it Black Friday, in case you didn't know. But one of the things, for whatever reason, came across this year was that, you know, often we think of the pilgrims landing in Plymouth and, you know, they, you know, told the little story, you know, joyful celebration between the Indians and the pilgrims, and it's not so. <laughs> the, the, the Indian tribe, and I'm, you know, I don't know how to pronounce, the, uh, pronounce it. It's W-A-M-P-A-N-O-A-G. So, Wampa, Wampanoag, Og, Egg, I don't know. Wampanoag tribe was, they declare this holiday basically a day of mourning <laughs> because Prior to this, uh, these, this tribe numbered upwards of 300,000 people. And they were scattered throughout the northeast region along the coasts and up along the lakes and the rivers and so on. So they were uh, a very populated uh, group of individuals, uh, a populated tribe. But <clears throat> with all of the European traders coming in, looking for furs, and, and this was prior to um, the, the Mayflower in 1620, but they, they were Europeans coming in, and of course, what did the Europeans bring? Sickness. 90% of this tribe died. And so whenever the Mayflower arrived on November 21st, 1620, that in that first winter, they helped them survive, and they helped them in the spring, and probably the next year they had the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving event. Well, one of the authors or one of the writers that I was reading talked about how that this was not a necessary a celebration of friendship, that the Indian group, excuse me, the Native American group, was looking to, to find metal to make tools and, and, and knives and things like that. They, could, they were trying to find a way to use the pilgrims to help them out, and the pilgrims were trying to find a way to survive with the Indians because they were, excuse me, the Native Americans. And so they were in this conflict, so it wasn't necessarily this um, healthy, happy meeting 
one, one account said that the, um, the pilgrims were shooting at deer or something and the uh, Native Americans heard the, the shots and they came and that's where the whole event of Thanksgiving began. So there are, <laughs> there are different accounts, but uh, we do know that um, it was, for the Native Americans, it was, it was the beginning of the end for, for um, their nations and their inabilities to cope with the illnesses and with the diseases that the, uh, the, uh, the English and those from uh, Europe came over with. So, so for the Nati Native Americans, Thanksgiving is not much of a holiday. In fact, um, that's a, for one group, they called it a day of mourning. So if you type in the uh, search engine for modern Thanksgiving, you know, look, up, look it up in the, on the internet and you type in modern Thanksgiving. What do you think you see? Food. <laughs> That's it. They had all these dishes and all these recipes, you know. And according to the government survey, you ready for this? What, are the, what is the most popular dish at Thanksgiving? 86%. Turkeys, yes. And the, the next item on the, on the um, plate is mashed potatoes at 75%. And another one comes in at 75%, which is stuffing <laughs> or dressing. I always say, this Thanksgiving, I'll make like a turkey and get stuffed. So anyhow, that's <laughs> just one of those things. But anyhow, what, what is next at 69% is a dinner roll and cranberry sauce. I'd give this a 10 but cranberry sauce is a 64%, and sweet potatoes, it comes in at 59. All right, so that, according to the um, YouGov survey, that's the top dishes for Thanksgiving. But there, so can, continuing that type of looking, there are seven things you to feel thankful for this Thanksgiving. Okay, seven things, ready? A sense of safety. Most people throughout the world, and even within the United States, don't have a secure sense of safety. Good health, faithful family, strong friendships, loving animals, job to work at, a place to call home. Then if you want nine reasons to be thankful, a roof over your head, floor beneath you, friends and family bring life meaning, your furry friends, that was number three in this survey, Good health and the air you breathe, holiday food and traditions, time to relax, the beautiful things in life to take them in. Well, then there are things to be thankful for in life. Your family, friends, health, home, job, food, education, pets, football, I put these in, football, travel, cell phones, computers. And then there are 66 reasons to be thankful. Number 66 is gratitude. Now, aren't you grateful that I didn't read all 66? <laughs> so, but there are 66 reasons for, for Thanksgiving, and, and gratitude was number 66. It was the last thing on the list. So you're looking at Thanksgiving, and the, your, gratitude is the last thing on the list. And I, I didn't read any of the other ones. I was just like, whoa. So practical gratitude, excuse me, practicing gratitude can ward off depression, lower your blood pressure, improve your emotional health, 
lessen anxiety, and increase your lifespan. You'd think everybody would be a grateful person, <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. So in my search about modern Thanksgiving, we realized that there was no mention of God, <laughs> there was no mention of the Bible, there was no mention of Jesus Christ, forgiveness, or anything that pertains to faith. There was nothing mentioned in this modern Thanksgiving search. So, where do we go? Where do we go for our understanding of Thanksgiving? Well, follow me and I will take you to the Psalms. <laughs> Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercies endures forever. So whenever we start to be grateful, it is, it is an attitude, an expectation, it is a, an expression, it is something that we are looking at, and gratitude, we mentioned this last week, gratitude, being grateful, doesn't mean that we are, we are happy about every event that happens, but being grateful is the foundational principle for entering into worship to go to God and worship him. Because if we recognize that God is sovereign and God is on our side and God will work everything together for good to those who love him, that he has a plan and a purpose for our life, if we're not grateful for that, how then can we be expectant of other things or how can we even see them? Because there is an expression of gratitude is opening our hearts and lives to God. Being thankful and saying, I'm thankful to God for my life, for the people around me. As we found out in Sunday school, we are to be a burden to other people. <laughs> and you have to listen to Sunday school if you want to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, you know, to burden. You know, I didn't, I didn't like that part of the Sunday school, and I, I voiced it at the time. So I'll, I'll, I'll spur your curiosity and go and listen to the Sunday school lesson. So, but. Whenever we start thinking about gratitude, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. God is good. It's an expression we often say, God is good, and everybody responds all the time. And so the understanding is God is good. Well, why do bad things happen? Because there's evil in the world, but God is still good. Things go wrong, but God is still good. Why? His mercy endures forever. His divine favor is upon your life. Nothing can, can remove it. So you see, as we are grateful, we then, uh, be what, we're there, what verse 2 says, let the redeemed of the Lord speak out. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So whenever we are experiencing this gratitude to God, for he is good, then we are to <laughs> somehow express it and, and give thanks to God. So a thank-filled life is a foundation <laughs> that lasts for every day of our life. <laughs> it is something that is part of us, and being grateful and, and being thankful is not a once-a-year occasion. And so thankfulness is more than just food and apple dumplings. I don't know, maybe not as much. But anyhow, pumpkin pie, <laughs> uh, turkey, stuffing, you know, traditions are good. They're fine. I'm not knocking them. I mean, no, I remember, you know, Thanksgiving at, at the farm. My mom would have 10 pies. You know, 
all spread out on the, on the counter. And, you know, everybody showed up at the farm for Thanksgiving. You know, I don't know if they were ever invited, but I know, you know, it's like everybody came. You know, they would always hit it sometime during the day. If they weren't there for the main meal, they'd hit it sometime during the day, but never at chores, because they'd all go home before chore time. But, <laughs> but they, were, they would come, and, you know, my mom would have all these pies and food, and it was, it was always a great time. But a thank-filled life, so how will God be brought into your thanksgiving, your thank-filled life? How is God brought into your thank-filled life? See, we have to be specific. Person, place, event. What is it that we are thankful for? Now, if we can't find something good, how then are we ever going to thank God for the bad things? Because all things work together for good. And some of the difficult things that come into our life are actually there to help teach us a lesson so that we can grow to, be, to another level in our life. And we would never get to that other level had we not gone through this difficulty. God knows those things. So that's why we are expectant in the difficulty for good to come of it and how that we can move to a different level in our spiritual life. So we then have to look at and say, okay, what is it that I'm really thankful for? You know, one family, they go around the table. It, it was, this was the birthdays. Uh, and so at birthdays, everybody else had to go around the table and say why they liked that brother or sister because on their birthday what was their good quality. Try that some birthday time, huh? But sometimes it's pretty easy. But anyhow, in our thanksgiving, we are the same way. What is it that we are thankful for? And just saying, being specific about something. And, we you know, if something is going on that we don't, we're not thankful for, that we're angry at, we can pick that up in a hurry, you know? We can tell, we can tell people off. We can let them have it. You know, anger. But what about gratitude? It's not something that is just understood. It is something that needs to be expressed. And not only for the person we're speaking to, but for our outlook. Because we begin to look at things differently. We start by being grateful. <laughs> you know, some families will have an empty chair at Thanksgiving. And it will be a difficulty because that loved one is no longer with them. And whether it's been this year or 20 years ago, there's always those empty chairs. And so being grateful is expressing our thanks to the person that is still with us. And should they not be there next year, we've told them exactly what <laughs> we, we gave him that thanks that was deserving. So what has Jesus brought into your life this past year? What has he brought through to you? How has, he, how has he brought you out of or through or sustained you? I'm asking this so that we look at something concrete, something that was a real event, is a real event, and a person who is a real person who is with us now. And we, we need to recognize that and give an expression to it because being grateful is something that needs expression. In ancient Israel, when the people of God gathered at the temple to worship, they began by chanting Psalm 100. <laughs> and uh, 
this is one of those psalms that uh, speak to us of um, make a joyful noise. And this, if you can, if you can imagine this, in, in, the, in, the, in ancient Israel, the temple was this huge, I mean, massive building, you know, bigger than uh, the giant center, bigger than, you know, the, the arenas that we have for hockey and baseball and all that. It was a huge building and walled the whole way around and there were gates, there were doors that you enter in. And this huge court was there. And then you went to another building in the middle of it, which was behind the, the, the walls and enter through that. It's called the holy place. And then in, that, in the furthest place inside of this separate building was the holy of holies. And that's where the presence of God was. So people who were in Israel, they were coming through the, uh, the outer gate and they were coming into the court where this huge court, courtyard is and they would be singing, uh, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. So they're, you know, they're singing and praising God as they enter into this outer court. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. He hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. <laughs> so here they are, that's their declaration. The psalmist's declaration as they are entering into the courtyard as they are coming into this place of, of worship and, and God. So they are singing and, and praising, and, and I like that one phrase, that God has made us and not we ourselves. That sometimes we get stuck on what we're doing, and you know, it's not about us. It's about God. And it's about how God is doing good in our life and how that good is being expressed. The psalmist opened the course by inviting us in verse 1 and 2, make a joyful noise to the Lord. <laughs> that was always my favorite scripture because I can't sing. <laughs> so make a joyful noise. Um, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. So this whole psalm focuses on God more than on the human experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of a twist because we often think of the human experience is why I should praise God. No, we praise God for who he is and it focuses on God and not what we have experienced. So we're thanking God. The psalm guides us to worship, teaches us how to praise the Lord. Let the weak say, I am strong. These are you know, the songs we sing. You know, we enter his gates is equal to coming into the presence of God. That's why we sing at the beginning of a service. It's because we're entering into God's presence and we are, with the songs that we sing, what are we doing? We're focusing, on, hopefully, focusing on the words and, and saying the words, whether we're singing or not, and we are all coming together in one spirit. So we come together, we're focusing not on all the things that's going on around us, but we're focusing on the, the scripture, we're focusing on the words that are there, and we are praising God. And so it's, the, it's probably the only time that all of us are thinking the same thoughts. Because once I start preaching, 
speaking. I wish he'd be done, you know. <laughs> I'd be grateful if we got out, out early, you know. So, but we enter his gates is equal to coming into the Lord's presence. Into God's presence is in itself the first and fundamental human act that constitutes worship. Coming into his presence, singing the songs. It's an act of worship. The old 100th, I never heard that before, but the 100th Psalm is called, in some circles, the old 100th. It teaches us to begin our encounters with God by giving sincere thanks and enthusiastic praise. So the old 100, so if you want to know what psalm to sing or psalm to read, read the old 100. <laughs> you know, we I said, well, read the 23rd psalm. No, read the old 100 because make a joyful noise. Enter into his gates with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. We enter his gates and we come into his presence by recognizing that he is God and he alone is God. That he made us and, and not we ourselves and we belong to him. As the good shepherd, he guides us and cares for us individually. He tends to our needs. He protects us. He's the good shepherd. For the Lord is good. He, he continues his steadfast love endures forever. So as we look at those verses and we say the phrase and we pause to think, we understand that God is my God. It's not, it's not about me. He's already made us. It's not about my experience. It's about God's experience with us. Thanksgiving that finds its source in a deep personal conviction of God's exceeding goodness. Thanksgiving is about looking to God's goodness and how good God is to us and how he has brought us through all the difficulties. And, and if we are thankful for how far he has brought us, then we can look to the fact that he's going to take us a lot further. Our abiding, intimate knowledge of God enables us to be thankful in all circumstances. It's our knowledge of God that helps us to be thankful. Because if we don't know God, we don't understand God, how can we be thankful? But if we understand that God has a purpose, God has a plan, it's beyond my knowledge. He loves me. He will take care of me. He will take me through the difficulties. He has a future for me. So we can begin to be, we want to begin to be thankful for that knowledge, and that knowledge then will help us be grateful. <laughs> so it's like feeding taking the knowledge and the power and the presence of God and the word of God and putting them together. Be thankful in all circumstances. This is 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Wow. This is God's will for you. So how do we know how it's going to turn out? All we have is a snapshot. You know, on, my, on the computer, somehow we've downloaded pictures from probably about 10 years ago and I got I got lots of pictures of um, of, 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 of most of us on that thing and you know here is maybe six <laughs> and some of them back there they were babies in the, in the thing it's like <laughs> you know 
And so I'm watching these things, watching these things. They just slide by, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I should take a picture of that, you know. So I have no idea why I brought that up, but I just thought it came up. I'm thankful for that. How about that? So I'm thankful for God and how he has brought us this far. So no matter where we are at, God has this snapshot. <laughs> there we go. He has a snapshot of who we are, but yet if we look a little further, he has a snapshot of where we're going. <laughs> it's, it's hard for us to look back at individuals and pick them out. For me, not Rhonda. But <laughs> to, to look at these pictures and say, oh, who's that? Oh, yeah. But then God has these snapshots of that which is coming. There's a few scriptures that I want to read, and um, it says, thank-filled, you know, the, the title of the message is A Thank-Filled Life, and here are 16 Bible verses <laughs> to help us reflect on the abundant blessing of God. So if we're going to be thankful, we have to understand that the Word of God teaches us to be thankful. 1 Thessalonians 5.16 Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We just did that one. But remember, pray continually, thank God in all circumstances, because we are looking for the good to come through the circumstance. Psalm 103, praise the Lord of my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord my soul and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins, heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. How to be thankful. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. So you see how important being grateful is? A grateful, a thank-filled life is one that sees how God is working, even whenever we don't see it. James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. <laughs> so every good gift. It isn't Christmas, it's Thanksgiving. First Chronicles 16. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful, and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. That we find it, let us be thankful and worship God. Uh, Philippians 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We find in Psalm 118, this is the day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Colossians, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. So whenever we start looking at this, having a thank-filled life is not based upon attitude, but upon a spiritual awareness a spiritual barometer inside of us that <laughs> tells us what's going on. 
You know, some people have a barometer in their, in their homes and it's able to tell them what the weather is, you know, the barometric pressure and all that, rain, snow, whatever. Inside of us is a, a, bar, a barometer letting us know our spiritual, our spiritual depth or our spiritual condition. And the foundational principle is be thankful. Allow the Spirit to help us be thankful. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. <laughs> wow. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. So as we find ourselves around the Thanksgiving table, let us bring God to that moment. Whether it's a prayer for the meal, whether it's reading Psalm 100, or whether it's just be expressing gratitude to God for his favor and blessing on our life. We are focusing on that which is given to us by God. And so we then are expressing our true thanksgiving to God. Father, we thank you that we thank you with a grateful heart. Give thanks, O Lord, for you have given us your Son, Jesus Christ. So it is in that place that the weak can say they are strong. The poor can say they are rich because of Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. And so it is in this place of gratitude that we find your presence. We enter into your courts with praise and worship. Lord, we focus on you for it's not about us, but it's about you. It's not about our human experience. It's about a divine impression, a divine experience that you have given to us. So with a grateful heart, we say thank you. Thank you. I thank you for everyone that is here. I thank you for everyone that is listening. I thank you for hearing our prayers for those who are ill, those who are just not getting, to, not getting along too well. We mention their name to you, Lord, and we ask for your healing presence to be with them. And for those that we love, Lord, let us give expression of our love to them. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give thanks <laughs> with a joyful heart. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Have a great Thanksgiving. Get stuffed. <laughs> I don't think we'll have a problem with that. <laughs>